Support for this broadcast of Two Rivers 30 Minutes comes in part from a grant from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. If I remember the textbook correctly, there was a picture of this weirdly shaped uh, legislative district up in the state of Massachusetts. And they said that, well, this was Governor uh, Elbridge Gary or Jerry had uh, created this thing that that looked like a lizard and they called it a gerrymander. They said, well, you'll probably the the example in the textbook 20, 25, 30 years ago while I'm getting old was that, well, you'll probably never see anything like this again in your lifetime. Well, gerrymandering much in the news uh, lately, not just in Pennsylvania, but all across the United States. It is a practice well we're going to let our guest uh, explain what the practice of gerrymandering is what you can do about it and we're also going to talk about what happened in the pennsylvania state senate uh, last week we're talking today with carol cunningholm she is chair of fair districts pa uh, good morning carol good morning d- d- am i remembering my u.s and pa history correctly absolutely 1812 governor elbridge jerry he created uh, he signed off on districts that benefited his party he was actually a democrat republican um, so that was a party back then, or Republican-Democrat. It was both mm-hmm. names together. So when people say one party or the other started it, both parties have been part of it. Um, <laughs> and it's been going on a long time, and both parties have done it. Um, and the truth is it's become much worse in recent years because of mapping technology and data mining technology. So what's been a problem in the past but not a huge problem has become an incredibly important uh, issue for us today because of, of that new technology. So so in the past, when, when they sat down to draw the, a congressional district or a legislative district, they kind of sat down with pencil and paper or pen and paper, and, and the goal is you have to have equal size population-wise districts, correct? Yeah, so the, the districts have to be redone every 10 years. People say, well, just don't redraw the districts. Well, by law, they need to because we have the census every 10 years. People move. The year that ends in zero is the is the next census. Mm-hmm. And then after that, then the districts get re- reassigned. The congressional districts get reassigned depending on population movement. So Pennsylvania has been losing at least one district every decade. And um, we'll probably lose another district in the next decade. So those districts need to be redrawn. It will be redrawn from 18 down to 17. But then at the same time, the population moves around the state. So those districts need to be redrawn, too. And, and and so, yeah, because you have an area that gains population, that loses population. Before we go any further, Carol, can you give us, um, because I know people are listening sometimes in the car or something, can you give us uh, a website where people can get more information about your group and also a phone number if you have one? Sure. Um, so the website is fairdistrictspa.com, and we have maps. We explain the problem. We have lots of great information there. Um, and then we also, you can, the best way to reach us is um, through info at fairdistrictspa.com. That's our, that's our email, and that's really the best way to reach us. Carol Cunningham is uh, chair of Fair Districts PA, and we're talking about gerrymandering and what uh, citizens should know and what they should and what they can do about it. So they draw up these districts, but you, you, you alluded to a problem that you said mapping technology. What has mapping technology enabled people to do with computers that they had a hard time doing with paper and pen? 
Well, if you look um, at the way the districts have been shaped, you'll see kind of weird things start to happen. But in the last decade, they they just went they went kind of crazy. Um, so if you have if you have data that tells you who's registered to vote, what party they're registered, and then you can look at precincts and see precinct by precinct how it, that precinct voted, the, the majority that voted for which, which candidate in every election, you can start to predict really, really carefully, block by block, how specific neighborhoods or communities are going to vote. And so then if you want to give an advantage to a particular party, you can, you can draw the lines very, very precisely in a way that you used to kind of do it roughly. Now you can do it with real precision. And so you can, you can, you can kind of determine the outcome of elections out into the future, and that's what's being done. Yeah, there was a very prominent um, uh, case that went to the Pennsylvania Supreme Court uh, about the congressional districts uh, in Pennsylvania, and some of the congressional districts in Pennsylvania that we have been operating under since, I believe, since 2011, correct, after the last census? Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, so the, some of those districts are actually drawn. Very, I, I was told that districts are drawn for a particular person. Um, so, District Seven, uh, which is one of the most notorious, uh, Montgomery County should, by number, have its own con- congressional district, and then part of another. And that would, just by uh, demographic, by by voter registration, it would be an incredibly purple, a uh, very swing. Uh, district evenly divided Instead, between Democrats and Republicans. Every county was divided into into five different congressional districts, and and District Seven actually wraps through five counties to really control the outcome of that and to prevent it from being a swing district to to kind of predict how that that district would vote in every single election. Is that the one that that, that they claim looks like Goofy kicking Donald Duck or something? Isn't there one that they say yep. is, yeah, that's the one? Okay. Goofy Kicking Donald, another name that's been given is Bullwinkle or Spin Art. Uh, you can choose your name. But, um, but yes, it's, I actually live kind of in the middle of it. I don't live in that district, but I am completely, almost completely surrounded by that district. We, we, we have seen that. We're talking about both the federal level and the state level because we have seen on the state level the same thing happen. We have seen communities like McKeesport, like Munhall, like West Mifflin um, split into multiple state legislative districts or multiple uh, state senate districts, even if they don't have that much population how does that disenfranchise a a, a small borough or a small township if they um, have more than one legislator who supposedly is representing their interests well instead of being kind of the heart of the interest of a particular district they become just a kind of an afterthought of that district and and then what it forces is that you know even for legislators it's a challenge because their districts sprawl all over the place it's hard to know who's in their district, who's not in their district. You know, school districts are divided. As you said, boroughs and municipalities are divided. So you end up with with a, a much less um, responsive legislature because they don't answer to particular communities. They answer to little bits and pieces of communities, and so they just kind of don't answer to anybody. Um, and it's really hard for, for local, local governments or for school districts to know who to go to. Um, they don't have one person that is their go-to person that's representing their interests. Carol Cunningham is chair of Fair Districts PA. You can go to fairdistrictspa.com to find out more about their group. You can also find them on Twitter and Facebook at Fair Districts PA. Can you tell us a little bit of the background of the group? It's nonpartisan, correct? Nonpartisan, all volunteer. We began in January 2016 of people who were concerned that it just seemed like we had less and less choice uh, on our ballot in in um, 2016, 86% of our legislative races didn't have any opposition in the primary, and half of them had no opposition in the general election. So people were just feeling there's something not quite right here, and this is a foundational 
issue that impacts how we're represented, how our elections play out. So we're people who feel like uh, representative democracy is not working really well for us in Pennsylvania, and people who don't want to engage in a particular party, they want to engage in a nonpartisan solution. Uh, so we've been working since 2016. We've had over 430 public meetings in counties across the state. We've had more than 20,000 people show up to those meetings. We've had more than 300 local governments now pass resolutions in support of an independent redistricting commission, and what we're what we're advocating for is to take the the to change the rules because right now the rules allow the legislature to draw their own maps. It's like allowing themselves to do their own job reviews or allowing them to do their own job interviews. We we feel like it's a conflict of interest, and um, no other democracy allows their legislators to draw their own district maps. And we we think it ought to be an independent citizens commission with really strong safeguards for transparency and how the lines are drawn so that it ends that conflict of interest and creates more fair maps and more fair representation. This is one of the very few times that I wish we were on video rather than just audio, because when you look at the map, it's really hard to describe uh, with words what some of these maps do. But I've had our local state senator here, State Senator Jim Brewster, on the program, and he was someone who was almost redistricted out of a job uh, a couple of years ago. But I've mentioned to him that his district goes all the way up into uh, the top of Westmoreland County and kind of just... You know, if you drew a finger down the river valley, it kind of comes down, then it comes down through Monroeville a little bit, and then it comes down here to McKeesport, and then it goes down into Westmoreland County a little bit. And it's it, it was clearly drawn. I, I don't know how else to say that. It was clearly drawn to group all the Democratic voters into one district. And then, you know, so that on, on both sides, he's got Republican state senators because they've grouped all the Republican state senators in, in, into their own districts. It, Carol, does this add to the political divide, the sense of, of divisiveness that, that we find right now in America? Oh, yeah, there's, there's been lots of studies that kind of show that this, this creates greater partisan division. Um, if you think about it, if you draw maps so that both Democrats and Republicans have their own safe districts, which is really what's been done, um, you know, pack as many Democrats into one district and, and grab as many districts as you can for Republicans and make them safe for the people who are there. What you've done is, is you, you've created situations where those legislators, when they run, candidates who run for office, they're not speaking to the middle. They're not offering solutions that everybody can agree on. And then, and then they're not forced to deliver those solutions. They're kind of speaking to the, the outer edges of their, of their party because if otherwise they'll be primaried, um, and yeah. we're seeing a lot of that because of these districts. The the way you, the you know, it, legislators are kind of forced to do what the leadership tells them to because otherwise they they're told they'll be X'd off the map. In other words, in the next redistricting, and we've seen this happen. Yeah. You know, a legislator who doesn't vote as they're told, their district will simply move to the other side of the state. It'll be it'll be fractured out into the district districts around it. Um, or they're told they'll be primaried. And we, we know quite a few people who have, you know, been primaried. The, the party will just put somebody a little bit to the further extreme from them uh, to run against them in the primary because that tends to be the most, um, the most devoted to the party come out and vote in the primary. And those who are most interested in kind of in a centrist, um, middle-of-the-road solution, often those folks are not there. Um, so what we're seeing is, is more divided, more um, extreme, more gridlocked, more yeah. rancor. Um, and there are people who've been in, in Harrisburg a long time who say it's, 
it's become really toxic. It's impossible to get anything done. Yeah, um, we've seen that with the really last harming our state and it's harming our economy. We, we've seen that with the last three governors, Democrats and Republican, that they, you know, they, nothing that they, they can't get a budget passed on time. They can't get any legislation through. Um, they can't agree on kind of the very basic things. Uh, Carol Cunningham is chair of Fair Districts PA. You can find them online at fairdistrictspa.com. You can also find them on Twitter and Facebook at Fair Districts PA. Support for this broadcast comes from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. Since 1866, Striffler's has provided compassionate professional memorial services for families at White Oak, McKeesport, Dravosburg, Portview, and the surrounding areas. Striffler's offers comprehensive pre-planning services and aftercare. And through its affiliated company, Design Monuments, Striffler's also provides permanent markers and memorials crafted in stone, bronze, and other high-quality materials. Learn more at Striffler's.com or call 4 4- one two six seven eight six one nine one. Welcome back. Our guest today is Carol Cunningham. She is chair of Fair Districts PA. It is a nonprofit volunteer-run group that is uh, trying to get. Just what it says uh, on the package, as the British would say, fair districts, both uh, on the state level for legislators and senators and on the federal level for congressional districts across Pennsylvania. You can find out more information at fairdistrictspa.com. You can also go on Facebook or Twitter to Fair Districts PA. So Pennsylvania is kind of a purple state. It's It's been a swing state for a long time in presidential elections, but that is not reflected in the makeup of our legislators what's the what's the imbalance here for instance on the congressional level so congressional i mean that was part of the lawsuit that that happened this past year is that that the the map was drawn in a way that put a 13 to 5 advantage for the republicans if if you just did simply by voter registration there's a little bit more democrats than republicans but very very close but it should be like seven to six or it should be like you know uh if there's 18 legislators it should be nine to nine or ten to eight or something like that yeah, it should be yeah. nine, nine or ten to eight, and instead it was thirteen to five, and it held true whether whether there was a you know a swing in the to the left or a swing to the right. That thirteen to five held true because those districts were drawn so tightly to kind of control the outcomes. So so that was part of that lawsuit. But if you look at the the state legislature again, you know we've we've got a very evenly divided state, and yet the the Senate now has a two to one majority for Republicans and a very high majority for the House as well. And that, that's to do with those maps. And I would say, you mentioned that you wish you had visuals. If you look at our website, we have a section called The Problem, and there's a page called District Maps. And before we had that page, people couldn't even really take a close look at, their, at the way the, the maps in their regions went. So if you can go in there and look at house maps, you can house districts, you can really see how communities are cracked out, um, divided up, um, and you can also there's a there's a map that shows you how this has happened over time. You can kind of go from 1951 to 2011 and see how districts have changed and how they've gone from slight misshapen strangeness to absolute craziness um, just in the last decade. Uh, one there's so so let's I want to do a little bit of a history lesson for people who maybe have not are are not that tied into politics or not paying that close attention. Carol Cunningham is chair of Fair Districts PA. They're online at fairdistrictspa.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Um, what, what, what is kind of the test of being a fair district? Well, a, a major test in our state constitution um, for legislative districts is to minimize splits of counties or municipalities. Mm-hmm. And um, our, our original maps split everything in all sorts of strange ways. The map that was offered by the legislators um, after the court case had a few less splits, but still far more splits than were needed. Um, so, 
So and, the and what we're talking about is not like hired a master and he he gave us a new map. What what we're talking about is not splitting like down a street. We're talking about we, we just had a special election for a new state legislator in the McKeesport Mon Valley area, and th- there are individual wards that are split that you know within a borough it's you know ward three district two goes to this legislator but ward three district three goes to that legislator and ward three district four goes to the other legislator it's it's really ridiculous and it it, it led to confusion here with people not knowing if they were supposed to vote or not they're, they're the last two uh, uh elections we've had here uh, on the state level and on the federal level there have been reports of people going to the polling place thinking that they're voting in one district and they're actually voting in the other district, even though their next door neighbor or the person down the street uh, is voting. It really is. It's it's crazy making behavior a little bit. Yeah, and it really dis- it disillusions voters because it's it's you don't even know who your legislators are. You don't know what races you're in. You know, for League of Women Voters, who is one of the organizations that helped start Fair Districts PA, you go to hold a debate. How do you do that if your congressional district reaches through five counties and and you know, the, it's hard for even people to know which which district they're in. How do you how do you hold debates in my in my community, which is very very badly fractured? People don't even bother with yard signs because you might put a yard sign, but you know the next block is a different different district, a different person. It's really not even worth doing. It just confuses everybody. Let me ask you to speculate for just a minute, and this might be this might be unfair, but let me ask you to speculate: Is it done on purpose? Is this being done to suppress? voter turnout so that only uh, and i'm making the quotes with my fingers only the right people go to vote i don't know if it i i think it's done to to maintain control um and so is it done specifically to suppress voter turnout is it done specific i I, whatever the whatever the mechanism of it um it's done to maintain control and to really to silence the the value of every vote. So it's not just, I mean, people say, well, it's one party against the other party. I would say it's, it's really, and, and in some ways, of course, that's the case, but it's, it's really both parties maintaining control um, in a way that silences the, the middle, silences the, the voter, voter values, um, and, and really kind of ensures a continuing legislature that is not responsive to the will of the people and that is not able to, to enact solutions. I mean, our state has, has huge economic problems. Um, those, those would not be what they are if we had a legislature that was more focused on, on addressing them rather than on fighting back and forth and trying to maintain control. And we see that in lots of ways. It's not a, it's not a let's find a great solution that benefits the people of Pennsylvania. It's let's make sure the other party looks bad and we maintain control. And that's a, that's a two-party game. We, we have another break coming up, but before we do, I, I kind of got sidetracked a little bit. So the, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court drew this new congressional map that um, is going to uh, go into effect for this 2018 election. Um, and then, of course, we'll have to be redrawn in another two years after the census. But tell us what happened then after the court uh, uh, submitted this new uh, congressional district map. What did, this, what did the state legislature threaten to do, actually? Well, there's been a lot of rancor back and forth, and there's a lot, a lot of anger that... I mean, it's not an ideal process. You no. have a, the state Supreme Court says the maps need to be redrawn. It ends up being redrawn by one person without giving any explanation for why it's redrawn. And there's anger. There's been threats of impeaching the Supreme Court justices. And certainly that anger bubbled up this week in an amendment to a bill that we've been supporting for a year and a half. Uh, and I can talk about that more because that's a complicated I think, thing. But there's, there's, a yeah. lot of, there's a lot of attempts to, um, to rein in the Supreme Court for what the legislators are calling is 
is judicial overreach, and I think the judiciary would say, well, we were responding to legislative overreach, which is exactly what this gerrymandering is. Let's let's pause there, because let's, when we come back, let's talk about uh, Senate Bill 22 and how it was amended. Let's also talk about House Bill 2402, and uh, I'm sure people's eyes are glazing over, but we're going to explain <laughs> it in the next couple of minutes as to what this all means. Carol Cunningham is chair of Fair Districts PA. You can find out more at their website. We'll be right back to wrap things up. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. You know, we're looking for help in getting this show on the air and for help with other projects. If you're interested in the McKeesport area and you'd like to host a program or write articles for the website, call us at 412-614-9659 or email tubecitytiger at gmail.com. Welcome back. Our guest for a final few minutes is Carol Cunningham. She's chair of Fair Districts PA. You can find out more about them online at fairdistrictspa.com. So Senate Bill 22, uh, you, you mentioned before the break, Carol, that uh, your group has been working on this for a year and a half. What would Senate Bill 22 have done? Well, Senate Bill 22 is a bill that we actually helped draft. Um, we supported a couple of bills in the last session, and then we they didn't go very far. We were still getting started. It's still building momentum. Um, we helped redraft that into uh, the bills that we supported in the last session into Senate Bill 22, which would create an independent citizens commission, uh, which is what we would like to see happen. Um, that bill had been uh, the subject of seven hours of hearings. Senator Fulmer held hearings, invited expert testimony, a lot of conversation, a lot of discussion, um, and then a lot of negotiation between uh, legislators on both sides, between advocates, to create a bill that could have broad bipartisan support and put in place uh, a far more transparent, far more um, fair process. It wasn't anybody's favorite. There were some compromises made along the way from every direction, but it was a bill that would certainly go a long distance towards creating more fair districts. Now, let me interrupt you for a second, because that sounds like exactly what we want out of our legislators, right? We want compromise. We want hearings. We want people to discuss this stuff out in the open, and neither side is going to get everything they want, but we're going to come to someplace in the middle. And then what happened last week? Well, so on Tuesday, there was an omnibus amendment, which was crafted um, very carefully from across the spectrum of input uh, that passed 48 to 1, which never happens in the Senate, um, that would strengthen the bill. And the next minute, a different amendment was introduced, uh, the Aument <laughs> Amendment, which would create regional judicial races and put that, that idea into this redistricting reform bill. And that was a very rancorous discussion um, and was very clearly designed. The bill was designed to punish the Supreme Court um, and to force uh removal of some of the Supreme Court justices when they come up for for retention uh, re-election. Uh, and, and, and this was this was, you know, y- your group is nonpartisan, but I can say it. It was the Republicans that control the state Senate who at the last minute added this amendment amendment, it's called. Yeah. So it's a way to hijack the goodwill and the hard work of uh, citizens from across the political spectrum and uh, put this uh, idea that had not been discussed, not been debated, not been vetted, no expert testimony, uh, no, nothing that you would want um, in terms of preparation for a constitutional amendment, kind of threw that onto this bill. And um, we've had to step away and say, you know, that's not something we can support. And the process is 
uh, not a process that anybody who believes in you know transparency in government would would support. I, I got a statement from our local state senator uh, Jim Brewster uh, here, uh, and he says, "quote A sincere and sustained effort by good government groups to better the process of redrawing congressional and legislative lines was soiled by the partisan Republican plan to gerrymander the selection of appellate court judges." Uh, senator Brewster tells us the Republicans are clearly moved to retaliate against courts after they stepped in to redraw congressional district lines. Uh, and he continues, clearly change is needed to deal with Republican gerrymandering of legislative and congressional districts. However, the Republican plan to gerrymander the selection of appellate court judges is simply wrong, and it's being done to retaliate against the courts because they redrew the congressional lines. So that's uh, State Senator uh, Jim Brewster, who, of course, is a Democrat uh, from McKeesport. Um let me play devil's advocate with you, Carol. Uh, I'm sure there are, are Republicans who are listening right now who are saying, well, when the Democrats get into office, they're just going to do the same thing. Uh, you alluded to it actually earlier. I, I can remember a legislator here in McKeesport who, when the Democrats controlled the state legislator, he voted against some Democratic bills, and they drew his district so that he was no longer he no longer lived in it. It no longer existed. Um, what's, what's the response to that, that, well, turnabout is fair play? Oh, I would say we, what we are we, we would like to see is to is to remove our state from being the pawn in this highly partisan and very toxic game, which is which is where we are right now. And this is not just a game played back and forth by our Pennsylvania state legislators. Nationally, we're one of the largest swing states. Um, we're one of the large swing states that will have to have congressional districts redrawn. We've got very bad campaign finance laws, and what happens is there's lots and lots of outside money that comes pouring in not only to control our legislature, but also to control our judiciary. So so there was Red Map 2010, which was a Republican effort to capture state legislatures to to get more seats in Congress. And that was across was all it was across all fifty that was across all fifty states, correct? Excuse me? That was across all fifty states that that happened after the census. States, but yeah. if you look at the Red Map twenty ten website, we were we were a top win. We were a top target. In fact we were the poster child for that idea because it had been done pretty effectively the year the decade before here in Pennsylvania and we were held up as a sample of how how this could be done and we were certainly one of their top wins and we were actually described as the best bang for the buck in doing this in 2011 and then our state supreme court then becomes a target as well it becomes highly politicized and outside money comes in to try to control the court as well so both our legislature and our court is a target for this because we are a swing state so what? And lots of outside money comes into our state, which, which harms us all, which is why we say let's fix this before the next redistricting. And the truth is, for the next legislative redistricting, the commission that will be drawing the maps will be led by Democrats because the state Supreme Court chooses the fifth person on a five-person commission. So we're saying, please, we don't want to see Democrats harmed. We don't want to see Republicans harmed. We don't want to see either side gerrymander. We don't want to see all that toxic outside money come in for very partisan ads uh, tarnishing the reputation of good people. We want it to be fixed, and we want real reform. So, t- so tell us in the, in the last few minutes here, what is House Bill 2402, and what can listeners do if, if they're concerned, Republican or Democrat, that, hey, my vote doesn't count, or hey, I don't even know who my legislator is anymore. What can they do, and what is House Bill 2402? 2402, so another, we, we were supporting a bill called 722. That was gut and replaced um, in its committee in a very cynical maneuver, um, and that bill has been reintroduced with a new number. And I have to say, you know, this does make people's gla- eyes glaze over, and we've been told by legislators the public should not pay attention to the legislative process. It's too complicated. 
And in Pennsylvania, it is. It's very complicated. There's a lot of games, a lot of maneuvers. And the goal in this, I'm quite sure, is to keep the public far away from the from the making of policy. And I'm that's sorry. harmed us all. I'm so sorry to laugh. Engaged. We're paying attention. 2402 is a bill that would create an independent commission, and we are asking the House to pass 2402. And then we're daring the Senate to do what they just did. We're saying, do not do that again. Uh, people are furious. And let's have a clean, strong redistricting reform bill passed in time so that we do not have to face gerrymandering in 2021. I want to apologize both to you and the listeners. I'm sorry to laugh, but we've been told that the the public should not be involved in the public's business. That's what they said, huh? That's what they said. When when people have reproached their senators for what just happened with that all-ment amendment, some of the senators have written back and said, you know, you really shouldn't get that involved in the legislative process. It's complicated, and it's better off just to let us do it. There is the old saying that I believe was attributed to Metternich, that uh, people who enjoy sausage and respect the law should neither should not watch either one being made was that metternich we are out of time carol cunningham has been our guest this morning she is the chair of fair districts pa they are a non-partisan non-partisan non-profit group that is uh attempting to get some fairness brought to the process by which we select and elect our state legislators and our federal congressional representatives carol thank you so much for taking some time with us this morning thank you You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at tubecityonline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, the Keysport PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.